This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 660 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil, yeah. we have Vulgarity for Charity Roast tonight. Yeah. we uh, So everybody, uh, we're going to have a special guest, Kara Santa Maria, of course, the Puzzle Guys. Um, and so that's going to be happening a little bit later in the show. But, uh, you know, there was also a major announcement. Major this major week. Trump announcement. A major, major Trump announcement. announcement. Absolutely, major a, announcement. This is, People might have missed this. The, People might have missed this. This yeah, is important. You know, Trump... Trump teased this yeah, as did. a major announcement. Major announcement on, 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 on yeah, truth. So, truth was it? Parlor, wherever he's at. Did he? Did he? Wherever, whatever, wherever yeah. the racists are, wherever <laughs> the worst racist. I guess that's everywhere. Wherever now. great, I guess grip, wherever great grifts are sold, that's where he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he shat it out. Wherever that happened. So his his major announcement uh, <laughs> turns out to be uh, Trump. Trading cards. Um, it's uh, like digital it's, trading it's cards. Like the, NFTs, no less. It's like, remember the the Christmas story? is like, oh, it's a major award and it's a lamp with like <laughs> it's a, a, leg it's lamp. a leg lamp. It's like the same thing. It's like, it's a major announcement. It's a Trump fucking JPEG, dude. It's it, not, it's literally nothing. It's like it's nothing. It's Trump. It's, it's a jerk off Trump image that tries to depict him as a superhero or as like a, like a, I don't know, like as a person who doesn't look like a fucking 80 year old washed up shitty loser. That's basically (laughs) this, you know, going around on the social medias the last couple of weeks was a lot of people were, were, were doing this. It was kind of going around where you, you go to some uh, app. I forgot the name of the app already. And you upload a bunch of like pictures of yourself. And then the AI art generator recreates a bunch of Oh, yeah, art I saw some of this here. Yeah, I saw face, some of this. Right? Yeah. So I did it the other day. My wife did it. She showed it to me. And it was cool. And I'm like, I'll play along. And so I did it. And I, I did. this is the same shit, man. Yeah. The quality of this art, it looks like fucking random AI generated superhero art. It is the most, this is the most fucking narcissistic, egotistical <laughs> shit you've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> Ever. The fact this that is, he's selling each one for $99 is $99. Amazing. Let me just, let me for just, an NFT. Let me read nothing. it. It's on nothing. the website. It says these are just like baseball cards, but you collect them digitally on your computer or phone. All you need is an email address and a credit card to start collecting one, 10, 20, or a hundred instantly become part of a new league of collectors. And then there are Trump prizes. So when you buy this trash, this, and also, this is also important. When you spend your money on this, it is not going to any political cause no, at all. No, absolutely not. It's this going is to just whatever. Him. Trump. 
Yeah, tr- this is this is literally he's not even trying to pretend anymore that this is part of his like legal defense fund or a political action committee or this is just hey, I had a fucking seventh grader draw me as a superhero <laughs> and I want to sell that hundreds of times for a hundred dollars a piece. That is literally what this is. Yikes. And then there's a sweepstakes. These are the least appealing prizes of any sweepstakes. If there was a sweepstakes in hell, <laughs> if there was a sweepstakes in, if you could rub a fucking genie lamp where all the wishes were cursed, Tom, it would still be better. It feels than like the sweepstakes prize. It feels, you know, what it feels like. It feels like those genie, those genie jokes where the genie is like a crafty shit and fucks you over, yeah. and you're just like, yes. you're like, man, but I. When I said longest dick in the world, I didn't mean I wanted the size of the Holland Tunnel or whatever. Right, you know, it's yes. like one of those. And you're just it's like- It's some monkey's it's, paw it's shit. It's unbelievable. It is uh, like each one of these. Let's just read them. Go, go through the- Go, go through I, here, here are the sweepstakes prizes. An exciting prize such as Miami dinner with Donald Trump. And the picture for this is, by the way, of Donald Trump uh, in a cowboy hat and like Marshall, like it's, like a a Marshall, it's like a Marshall. It's like a yeah, like a Marshall's long coat with like the Marshall star on him. Then there is what I think is my favorite picture that goes with the Mar-a-Lago group cocktail hour, experiencing meet and greet with Trump in his luxurious private Palm <laughs> Beach resort. <laughs> this is Trump as an astronaut, presumably Space Force. Yeah, um, with where a- I love this guy's. He is he's in an astronaut suit, right? He's in the full astronaut suit with the bubble helmet. And sunglasses underneath the bubble helmet, guys. He's got Biden's aviators on because, you know, Biden's wearing those aviators like crazy. He's trying to steal Biden's thunder with the aviators. (laughs) Then the only honest one, one one-on-one meeting with number 45. You can enjoy an unforgettable private meeting with Donald Trump. And this one is just him in a suit with his stupid fucking thumbs up and a bunch of gold bars with his dumb name on it flying all over the place. I cannot think of it. I would cut off. I'd be like one of those coyotes that's to chew off its own arm to get away. (laughs) Then you can play golf with Trump and your friends. Now, this is the only one that would be appealing is to have me and my friends surrounding Trump with clubs. That sounds really appealing. (laughs) Yeah. I would basically have to walk a golf course and watch him cheat all day. That's what you get because you know he's going to cheat. You know he's like, you fucking know he's going to cheat all day. He's going to fucking lie about everything all day. He's going to be like, no, I'm the greatest. I was a hundred under par or whatever. And you're going to be like, <laughs> I hate you. This is the worst. It, he, the only time he wouldn't be cheating would be when he was sexually harassing the girls that drive around <laughs> selling you drinks on the golf course. So true. That's it. That's it. Like there would only be two uh, modes. Sexually harassing a young lady who's yeah. eye rolling at him and then yeah, cheating. Trying to you get can away. also win an individual Zoom call with Donald Trump. Again, I would rather spike my fucking laptop on the ground and dance on its broken parts. You know they have those on a fucking Zoom. They call. have those Facebook posts where they're like, "You have to spend a year here with no internet, or you know, you get a million do- and you get a million dollars. Will you do it?" And it's like, I, they would, they could put me in that house if I was forced to have a Zoom call. <laughs> I'll stay there for a year. You don't have to pay me anything. Sure. I just don't Done. want to do a Zoom call. I Done. just never want to do it. I never want to yeah. see Zoom. I would. I would rather fucking live in the woods like fucking I would, Thoreau. I would attack the Zoom servers with a terrorist fucking, <laughs> like a bomb, like an IED or something. I'd be like, no, we're going to figure out a way to stop this. It's not going to happen. Uh, then uh, group Zoom session. So you can meet Trump via Zoom alongside fellow. Di- so this one isn't even, this is like the, the prizes are getting shittier, right? 
So yeah, all the all like the it. good yeah. prizes were, I guess, were one through five. Now it's you and a bunch <laughs> of other chucklehead idiots who yeah. bought fucking fake digital AI generated trash art of a narcissistic egomaniac. You can get online with a bunch of like-minded dipshits. This uh, one is Trump. Trump standing because back in the day, Trump bought into I think it was the USFL or something. One of those football. Did he buy leagues. the XFL? XFL. That was it. I'm sorry, not the USFL. That was a different fall apart football league that happened. But yeah, it was XFL. He joined in and tried and it failed. It failed hard. And he's always had a hate on for the NFL since then. Oh, so really? Is, is that him. why he's got a yeah. bug up his ass about it? Yeah. He, that's why he hates the NFL. And that's why when there was any, any ever any controversy, he immediately jumped on that controversy to talk about how bad the NFL is. Now, Cecil, I just did something. I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but I just did something. I want you to go back to our show notes real quick. Can you go back to the show notes real quick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Now, notice... Notice the image in our show notes. Yeah, yeah. I put one of these images in our show notes by right-clicking on it, and it didn't and cost saving? me $99. You saved it? Did you save it? You, so you can save just, each one? I just you copied You can save it. images. You could save images. These You're aren't even right. protected in any way. It's not they even protected. Even You're right. It's not even like a, it's not even a digital. You can look at this Cool. I'm going to save image. If Tom stupid. can figure it out, if Tom can figure this out, he absolutely can. Now they are WEPBs. Uh, they are WEPB or BP files, but you can run those through a converter and put them anywhere. So yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know what that means. All I know is that I collected yeah, one like on a, my computer and it cost me file. nothing. It's just, it's not a protected file. It's just a little easier to view on other stuff Okay, that, with like a JPEG than it, with this particular file. This is a sort of a web file, a web only file type of thing. And then you would then download it and send it to one of these or upload it into one of your programs that could easily convert it. And it would convert it into a JPEG or whatever you want, okay. PNG, gotcha. whatever you right. want. So but yeah, you could easily have this on your thing. This is the so. ugliest shit in the entire... Cecil, can we play just a few seconds of the video for yeah, his major you know, announcement? Let's, let's, let's play his major announcement. I'm sure people want to hear it. That sound is Trump's eye lasers, by the way. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington. With an important <laughs> announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking Your career? Your career as an astronaut? What the fuck are you talking about? Your career as a NASCAR driver? Your career as a Get the fuck out of here. His career. He's Your career. <laughs> you've done none of these things except for play golf and fuck gold. Eat a, eat a bag of dicks, you fucker. I your love career. That these pertain to my career. Your career. I, your career is fucking Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> what the, the fuck, fuck are you talking up. about? Fucking get the hell out of here. His career. Your career. My career is a laser eyeball superhero. What the <laughs> Fucking loser. You know, when I was one of the Incredibles on The Incredibles, uh, <laughs> what the fuck what is this? It's so, tr it, it's so trashy. And he also missed the NFT train. Like the NFT train kind of left the station about a year ago and fucking died on the tracks like seven months ago.
Right. Yeah. Like nobody is interested in what the fucking bored apes are. Although I did see, oh, this is delightful. I did see that like uh, some celebrity, I can't remember who, but it was one of them I didn't like. So I laughed. He bought so one of those funny. like bored ape yacht club, stupid fucking JPEG. Bieber. It was an NFT. It's Bieber. 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 For like yeah. $1.3 million. And it's now worth like nothing. 70 grand. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but he lost like. Oh, and it's, it's not, it's, and it's it's not, not worth, worth 70, 70 grand. grand. It's not worth like 70 or 40 grand or whatever it was. It's not worth that anyway, but it's just like, like at a certain point, people with that much money have to value that loss at something. Right. <laughs> right. And even if it were worth 70 grand, it's like, all right, well, you're still 1.23 in the hole on that. We on just recorded. 1.3. <laughs> we just recorded a uh, citation needed with Eli uh, doing modern art. It's going to come out in several weeks. It's we, We're ahead of the game because they had to do a, a, a thing where they're traveling. Um, but we're ahead of the game. So it's several weeks out. But in that episode, we talk about how it's possible, at least in one of the skits, we talk a little, a little bit about how it's possible that modern art or art itself could be used to pay, you know, for dark stuff, like some dark shit, like sure. human trafficking or whatever. And you're just thinking like, you're like, okay, NFTs were made for this. Like yes. NFTs were a hundred percent made for this and they still couldn't last. <laughs> <laughs> They were a hundred percent made. Like that's like Bitcoin and all that idea. I know Bitcoin can't be used for that because it's like easily traceable and all that. At least that's what I hear. I don't really know yeah. a lot about it. I don't really care. The, but the FBI case, like, traces that shit super yeah. easy. That's yeah. what they so it's, it's, out. Yeah, so it's not it's uh, it's not even useful for that anyway. But but they sell it as that, right? Like they sell it, and like you should think that this like NFT thing would be the one thing that like people would be like, oh, I'm going to sell this worthless fucking JPEG for nothing for money, and then also give you a person or whatever, right? And it still doesn't work. <laughs> it does, it still nothing. doesn't work. It's nothing because yeah. like at the end of the day, you could just right click and you get the same thing. So stupid. Oh, uh, anyway, fucking Trump. let's continue on. I just want to, okay. I want to hear more about his yeah, career. His major announcement. I'm sorry. You yeah. can collect your Trump digital cards, just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize. It's not. It's 100% <laughs> not, yeah. not or an golf amazing with prize. you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses, and they are beautiful. I'm also doing Zoom calls, a one-on-one -on -one meeting, autographing memorabilia, and so much more. We're doing a lot. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. Okay, he's got, there's a Trump trading card <laughs> I'm looking at right now, Tom. Let me describe it to you. Okay. There's, a, the backdrop is the Serengeti. Imagine <laughs> you're on the Serengeti, the beautiful, gorgeous Serengeti, brown field, kicking up dust is a red, white, and blue elephant. Are you fucking a, serious? Astride his back is Donald Trump Are in a red serious? tie and black shirt. <laughs> Holding one fist to the sky is a way to show how powerful and how in control Trump is. This is this, it's the cringiest shit in the world. All right, we don't need to listen to the rest of this time. We understand. Yeah. But again, you know, I, I, before we end on this, I don't know how you can get through to the people who thought that Trump was on their side, who thought that, and it, this feels like the only way is that he keeps on grifting them over and over, over and over and over until they finally just say, I think he's been lying to me, 
right? I think that there's got to be a point. Yep. There's going to be a limit because even people who have been, you know, really, really grifted by, you know, psychics or chiropractors or whoever, right? You know, when those, uh, the, the people who are psychics who tell them to put their life savings in a briefcase and they're going to bless the money and then they give the briefcase back and there's nothing in it and stuff. Right. They eventually, they eventually wake up and go, okay, no, I, I, I was absolutely duped. And they recognize that. At what point do the people who have been watching him for so long and who've been following and who've been doing, you know, sort of voting for him and, and, you know, riding the Trump train, going to his rallies, et cetera, et cetera. At what point do they wake up and say, no, I was duped? Because yeah. this, this is a clear money grab. There's nothing, I mean, there's no there's way to paint this in it. another way. So what is the, how many more cards does it take? You know, every president to some degree after their presidency trades on their status for money. They all do speaking engagements. They all write a book. They all do yeah. it. They all do it. And, and yeah. to some degree, that is absolutely trading on your status, your celebrity status as having been a former president in order for you to enrich yourself. I, I am going to throw that out there and say, but this, the, the ugliness of this, the crassness, the absolute lack of value of this, like it's not even a book. Like I buy a book, at least there's a book to read. This is, a book is like 1995 if you get it yeah. hardcover, you know? This is a $100 digital nothing. It's not like it's even a painting he made. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah, it's, it's a nothing. clear, clear money grab. God, it's so fuck. It's not even like he gave a speech at my commencement and he got paid for it, but he said like inspiring things. This is just like, yeah, uh, somebody drew a picture of me. You could buy it. It's $100. You won't get the picture. You'll get a a copy of it. You could have had it for free, but you bought it for a hundred dollars because you're an idiot. <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> what? Jesus. Jesus what? Christ. You could have all this for free right now. Uh, so fucking wonderful. I love that they're getting grifted this hard though. Like I like the, the fucking Trump supporters. I just like, I feel like it's different than the chiropractor you knew people what the, the and the Reiki was. people. You know what the snake yeah. was. And the, and the difference between the chiropractors and the Reiki and all that bullshit is those people might've been doing something to try to help themselves like get better in yes. some ways or to try yes. to deal with their life in some ways. The people who love and fell in love with Trump, they did it because they didn't, they, that they didn't, they all belong to the same club of not liking the same group of people. Yep. That's all it was. It was a group of people who didn't like other people and they wanted to see those people hurt. That's all it was. Yep. So those people, I don't care really that they got hurt either. I'll be real honest. Yeah, fuck them. Buy all your fucking... NFTs, you fucking idiots. Put them in your fucking NFT bicycle spokes. You fucking dipshits. <laughs> Come. I'd do anything for Jesus. I found over 1,700 times in the word of God where this word is used. Come, and that's not cometh and the rest of the comes, but that's just come. Preaching my heart out for 45 minutes to an hour on that one word come. And it was one of our Lord's favorite words. Come unto me. Come and drink. Come and dine. Jesus said... Come. So Cecil, this story comes from uh, PewResearch.org, which is terrifying. Uh, about four in 10 U.S. adults believe that humanity is living in the end times. I am one of them. I'm, four, I'm one of four. Yeah, you know, it's so, <laughs> Cecil, you beat me to it because I like I'm like. Yeah, it's two I of just, four, Tom. Are two? Are we two of four? We're two. Are we two of four? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I'm in the end times, but I don't think I'm in the end times like you think I'm in the end times, right? I'm not. We're not in the fucking biblical end times. We're in the fucking human fucking greenhouse effect made yeah. end times. That's yep. the end times that we're in. 
on this, on this, uh, on this, they break down the people who believe that we're living in the end times. You know, yeah. all U.S. adults, thirty-nine percent say yes, fifty-eight percent say no. Then they break it down by religiosity. And atheists, nine percent of atheists believe that we yeah. are living in the end times. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. What I didn't get though is lower. There's another one that says a, a slight majority of Americans believe Jesus will return to Earth one day, and it lists all the people, et cetera, et cetera. But the atheists have one percent believe that yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's super will confusing. I was like, wait, what is? Wait, you what now? Yeah. Who now? Who did? Yeah. I mean, I can see like, I, I can kind of see the agnostic one because you're like at 1%. Well, the agnostic is at eight. And I'm like, again, I just, I feel like, I feel like you don't know what those words mean. <laughs> yeah, the atheist one is super confused. Yeah, it's all, because here, here are the three options. For a slight majority of Americans will believe in Jesus one day. So the question is, do you believe Jesus will return to earth someday? And the three options are yes, no, and I don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> the atheists were 84%. I don't believe in Jesus. 16% were no, not so those the, I don't those believe the, in Jesus, which means they so, believe in Jesus, but they just don't think he's swinging by anytime soon. <laughs> so 84% of people are mythicists? Well, I, I they don't, they don't believe that Jesus was. Something Divine. that could return. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Because I, I would Cause count I myself like, as like, I don't believe in Jesus as like a, like, I don't believe yeah, anybody I mean, would return. I, I guess, think yeah. there was like, I think there was like a Jesus. I just don't think he was like. Yeah. Okay. So I see what you're saying. Like there's some wiggle room in the interpretation of that. Cause you yeah, probably I mean, would have said think, no. I think he's, I think there's a Jesus. I just right. don't think that he like, that he's magic. Like he right. was a dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm I'm like, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. when I think of, when I think of Jesus, I guess I don't think of like the, like the, the uh, itinerant preacher who went around, I I think of like the myth of Jesus, like the the story. I of see. Jesus. Okay, sure. So yeah. if somebody says like I don't like, I would say like yeah, I don't believe in Jesus. Like I don't believe any of that shit. Like I don't. I don't even think. I, I have no reason to think he even said any of the stuff that's credited to him as sure. being said. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that. Who knows? That shit was written. That's possible. Yeah, yeah. I know that. The, like, like, there's there's other sources though. There's other sources like Greek sources that that do mention him. So there is other sources. Right. Um, yeah, I think there was definitely an itinerant yeah. preacher who was of some significance yeah. that was around during that time. And that's like as far as I yeah. am comfortable. But, but I'm also an uneducated about it, you know? But so I, I, yeah, and, and I'm also in the same boat with you, which is like, I don't care. Right. Because it doesn't it's, it's, he's not magic. I don't care right. how fucking popular he was. It wasn't magic. Like he wasn't a magic person. So doesn't matter. Right. Like, he's just, a, he's the same as all the rest of those past preachers, you know, it's yeah. the same, he's essentially the same person. Look, it's like, if, okay, cool. If Greg Locke died tomorrow and you yeah. were, and people were like, Hey, do you think Greg Locke is going to return? I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? No. He's, yeah, exactly. He's food. <laughs> we get to, we get to a thousand years from now and they're selling Greg Locke NFTs and he's got <laughs> eye lasers. <laughs> oh my God. How time. Fucking 39% man are like, Oh yeah. yeah I know, man. And, oh, I know. Fuck. But I, you know, I, I do, th I do think, you know, like, like I just have different interpretations of these questions when they say, like, are you in the end times? If you say it's a biblical end time, no, absolutely yeah, not. Right. We're not in that end time. No, are we on like maybe the a, a, a large extinction on planet Earth? Like this, what is it, the sixth or the fifth or whatever we're on? Yeah, yeah hundred sure, percent. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sure. Yeah. yeah, we're on the big extinction train. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I totally, I totally think that. I mean, that's because that's what all the evidence points to. You yeah. know. 
Like I mean, it, I feel like I feel sure. like a lot of people for a long time haven't been thinking like that. And right. I think the more we think like that, the better off our species will be because we might be able to prevent it. If we don't think like that, then we're fucked. Then, then we're we essentially are. on that train. But if we do start thinking like that, maybe, just maybe, there'll be enough smart people in the world that can turn shit around. I know we can do it. I know we can do it. It's just that it's that the, the will needs to be there to do it. It's so. the will. It's the will that scares me, Cecil. I, I, I was, I was much more of an optimist until everybody was like, I ain't wearing a mask. And I'm just like, yeah. we have no will. Like that's yeah. it. Like we're not going to agree. Yeah. To, we couldn't agree to not like cough in each other's faces. You yeah. Know what I but mean? I think, I think, I think like if you make the right stuff and the right people get into power, you yeah. can do it. You know, I, you can do it. Yeah, the we right had, there power, was yeah. mask mandates places. All the, right. Look at what happened on the, on the flights. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, for a long time, you threw a fit on a plane without a fucking thing, without a mask. Guess where you were? Yep. Not on, on a ground. plane anymore. Yep. So, you know, as much as people wanted to make a big fuss about it, they sure as fuck didn't make a big fuss about it in the air. And if they did, that shit got TikToked and they eventually got fucking thrown off the air, off That's the airplane. That's very true. That's very true. So, you know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, we could make some cool shit and really turn things around, you know, with fucking man-made climate change. And I know that there's the brain power to do it. Hell, there's fucking research this last week where they're talking about fusion reactions and a possible new lead there. You know, who knows what that could lead to? It could be a hundred years down the road. It could be five years down the road. It just depends. Right. And when humanity wants to shit money into it, shit can really turn around. We saw that with the fucking vaccine, man. Was yep. it when we, nine when we, months? Yeah, nine we, months? Yep. When we put the right incentives in place. Yeah. Nine you know, months? Um, yeah. Nine months to roll it out. Yeah. To create it. It was created in like yeah. Two months. It just had yeah. to go through testing and everything. All that has to happen is rich people need to be inconvenienced. The yeah. moment rich people yep. are inconvenienced, then it'll change people's minds. Until then, it's just going to be a poor person problem. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe the sea levels will rise and eat up some beach homes. That's really one of the only things that could probably save us is if if a bunch of poor a bunch of rich people become very very inconvenienced. Yep. Very and in, we're talking very inconvenienced. And again, and then I mean, they will. Yeah. And if people, I don't want people to think I'm like indifferent to the rise of sea level. Please don't send me an email about how so many poor people live close no, to the sea. No, I know. Sea. Yeah, I no, it's, want, it's a that's horror. That's not my point. That is it's not my horror. point. It's a horror. Yeah. It's a horror. But, but, but understand too, the way the world works, you know, there's been starving people all over the, all over the world for as long as I've been alive. Yep. And that has not changed. We, we have not cured world hunger. We can. It's within our grasp to do, and we haven't done it. So, you know, the idea that, you know, that those things, they don't change. You know, a bunch of people can lose their homes, but if they're, if they're people who aren't with means, they don't have any recourse to change what exactly happened right. to them. Yep, exactly right. I got dark, Tom. I got it real did. dark. It's got, I got, got a little dark. dark. It's the end time, gonna, Cecil. I mean, it's the end time, so it is going to get a little dark, it's, admittedly. Nancy, this polar bear you killed is delicious. You can barely taste the oil. Caitlin, dear, will you please turn up the air conditioners? And how was your day? Okay. I missed the Hummer this morning, and then it was a little cloudy. Sweetness, you know better than to criticize your country. Which she loves. This story comes from Salon. Law professors raise ethics concerns as Kavanaugh parties with Republicans at worst possible time. 
Supreme Court Justice attended a party with ex-Trump aide and semi-human Stephen Miller. <laughs> CPAC Chairman Matt Schlapp. Semi-human? What the fuck? Like, if there was any pretense that I anyone know. had in their I mind know. that there was a, um, you know, like a really, truly independent Supreme Court judiciary. No, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah, if man. you still believe that, like you, yeah. I don't know how you can read anymore. Like, I hard agree. What the fuck? Hard what agree. The fuck? Also, this party sounds like it sucked so bad. Can you bad. imagine a less Jeez, fun party? So, holy shit, dude. I'd rather have a Zoom call with Trump. Are you kidding me? <laughs> here, yeah, here are the people at this party. Think Jesus about how Christ. unpleasant this party is. Oh yeah, a Zoom God. call with Trump, man. I don't even, I don't even like I like I'm not a big party guy. Like parties are okay, but I'm not a huge like, oh man, I like I was when I was like a kid, of course, but now as I'm as an adult, I like I like more tame things. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm old. So it's like, I don't want to do a big, you know, fuck all party. But man, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine for the life of me how fucking unfun a party like this would be. Go ahead and list the participants, Tom. Spotted at Matt and Mercy Schlapp's annual, that's a terrible name, annual Christmas party at their home on it's Friday. Schlapp's. It's Schlapp's. <laughs> <laughs> Justice Brett Kavanaugh, representative and Ugh. a fucking human sex trafficker, Matt Gates. Hey, there you go. Ginger Gates, Sean was Spicer. His, was his date old enough to drink? <laughs> <laughs> Sean Spicer spent his entire time by the hors d'oeuvres of just yeah. big red gum. Just, just just chewing. He's chewing everything. <laughs> just constantly chewing like a cud machine. <laughs> Alex Acosta, Sebastian Gorka. Oh, he he was able to get in. They cleared him to get in. They couldn't clear him to work in the White House. But, uh, <laughs> but he, can get, anyway, he can get to the schlap party. He can get into party. a party. He get a shit. Stephen and Katie Miller, Chad Yuck. Wolf, Greta that Van dude is Susteren. Like, that dude is the hardest like 35 I've ever seen in my life. Stephen Miller. Oh my the God. The hardest he, 35. He is absolute proof that the dark side eats your body from the inside out. <laughs> oh my God. That guy is the hardest 30 year old I've ever seen in my life. He looks fucking, he looks rough. He looks he worked looks over. He, he looks like, he looks like super max prison 30. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. He he looks like he looks like a man who is just like he was born with a hangover and never yeah. recovered. He just was born never. with a hangover and a receding hairline. <laughs> yeah. Uh Chad Wolf, I don't know. Greta Van Susteren, John Cole, Laura Schlapp, Brian Schlapp. Wells, Brendan Carr, George Santos, Aaron and Nick Perrin, Eric Prince. Jesus Christ. Oh God. Uh, Ziad O'Jackley, I don't know that guy, Peter Davidson, Stephen Holland, and Ben Terrace. This sounds like, oh, if, if there was a Ugh. cocktail party reception in hell, this would be it. This would be it. This is like the opposite answer of, hey, who would be your fucking 12 favorite dinner guests? Oh, yeah, you know? exactly. Right. Like, like this is, this is the, this is the cursed lamp. you This is it. And say, I want, I want to have an interesting dinner party. And he delivers all of these people. All these guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. And fucking Brett. Ka Why the fuck are you there? Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. What to the me, fuck, you know, man? Brett Kavanaugh looks like somebody ran, you know, you remember back in the day, the Muppet show. Do you remember Beaker? If yes. you ran him through an AI generator and made him into a person, like a flesh flesh puppet, he would look like Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> yes. He's like a beaker as a flesh puppet. Oh, That's what God. he looks like to me. What? It, but he's like an awful person. And this, this is on the heels, Tom, of that story that came out we talked about a couple weeks ago where 
where they were talking about these people who had access yep. to the Supreme Court justices, wined and dined them, talked to them, had enough access and enough influence so that they were brought in. At least they claim that they were brought in as and 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 knew about rulings before the Supreme Court yep. actually released their decisions. And so, you know, this is all on the heels of that. And it just shows you that there's no ethics behind there. There's no None. ethics committee. There's no None. watchdog. Nobody's doing anything. And these people who make decisions that unilaterally change the United States, and this is not one of nine people on a on a on a in a system that is heavily weighted towards one side, and, and already is influenced by that side, is being even more influenced by that side by partying and hanging out with these people. Yep. Yeah, man. This is like with, with that that story broke, and the takeaway should be: Holy shit, guys, we got to get our shit on lock because it's self-evident that we are subject to influence from social interactions. And instead it's like, how about if I just party with people that like, like shut with with people that are actually involved in everyday politics. Not even, there's not even a pretense here. Fucking Matt Gates. Are you fucking serious? Sean Spicer. Are you fucking for real? Eric Prince. What the fuck, man? You could say what you want about the old Supreme court. Right. But I really do feel like at least, you know, Ginsburg and Scalia used to go hang out with each other. You know what right. I mean? Like at least, at least there was something where they were just like, yeah, it's really inappropriate for me to go hang out with fucking Bill Clinton. So I just, I have to hang out with people that are sort of in this group. Like, like you're kind of just going to be friends with these people. You know what I mean? Like, because if you start being friends with influential people outside of this circle, you can, you have an opportunity been manipulated and we've seen it happen. So, you know, there needs to be something there that's that either limits their ability or limits their term. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, yep. I think you, I think you just say, okay, everybody gets a four-year term and you're sequestered. That's it. And if it's you want to big brother, if you want to hang out it, in a big house, <clears throat> right. If you want to make it so it doesn't like land on a presidential election or something, make it a five-year term, make it, make it an yeah, odd number. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Do I whatever get, you got to do. I but, get that yeah. piece, but like get the fuck out of here with this idea that we have an independent judiciary. We no, just it's, don't. It's, it's bullshit. We it's just absolutely don't. do not. We hired stooges. They couldn't, like, if they were like, they couldn't be more stooges if they were like throwing up their hands and yuck, yuck, yucking and trying to poke each other in the (laughs) eyes. Like, I'm a, I would not be surprised if I went to DC and I saw fucking Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett carrying an oversized piece of plate glass across a fucking street. And, you know, (laughs) are you, these are the fucking actual stooges. If you try to do that to 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 Stephen Miller though, try to poke him in the eyes, your hand comes back covered with the abyss. It's just like all <laughs> just over slime. your hand. It's just to shake just, it off. It's <laughs> like black. It's like that black stuff from fucking uh, Fifth Element that's leaking down the guy's head. Yeah. Oh, the stuff that leaked down Rudy Giuliani's head. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same stuff. <laughs> It's time for Vulgarity for Charity, which means it's time to welcome back two best friends and what I presume is a make-a-wish gotten way out of hand, Noah, Heath, and Eli. Yeah, that's that's, that's accurate. We, we let him throw out the first pitch in one podcast. He just keeps living somehow. It's crazy. <laughs> Insurance companies are going under like FTX. They don't know what to do. They have to change actuarial tables. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
Left and right. But of course, no vulgarity for charity would be complete without the presence of this week's guest roaster, Kara Santa Maria. Kara, welcome back. <sighs> I don't even know what blackmail you guys have on me at this point. Yeah, it's um, better that way, Kara. Trust us. I feel like Let the memories. It's like you guys have been watching The Vow. Like this is like, <laughs> you know, discover that I have like an Eli Bosnick tattoo. It's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. That was really specific. <laughs> I think it's very, I think like, it's very tasteful. Get over yourself. <laughs> All right. Before we begin, we need to thank our favorite donors, the ones who just like to see the number go up and ask for nothing in return. Big thanks to Derek M., Anita, Ann W., Jill K., Ashley W., and Mike S. And if possible, even more thanks to John F., Maggie S., Betty G., AJ, Ruth, and John F. And of course, the thankiest of all thanks to Christine M., Drew, Marshall, John J., Natasha, and Lisa H. All right, enough of that mushy stuff. Let's get to the good bits. Kara, you got quite a few requests this year. Kim would like you to roast her boyfriend, Sam. Yeah. Okay. So according to Kim, (laughs) Sam is a world-class research scientist. And I looked him up because usually that's a lie. Someone tells their boyfriend to make up for the fact (laughs) that he can't make eye contact with her dad, but she's right. Sam has an H index score of 63 and appears to have spent most of his career begging people not to set the woods on fire. So, you know, less influential than a gender reveal party, but still good. So (laughs) instead, I'm going to roast his obsession with putting his hands on his dog's head and insisting that she has bangs. What? Yeah, Sam, we get it. If my hairline was as close to the middle of my back as yours, I'd probably be obsessed with combing (laughs) over as well. But you're really just making it worse. Okay. You look like you and your girlfriend saw me across the old age home and you really like my vibe. (laughs) (laughs) brutal all right eli you're up next michael s would like you to roast simon campbell in your best best no in a british accent (laughs) i was gonna say yeah oh i say simon old boy now that we've run out of that prize money we won for coming in fifth place at the nigel farage lookalike contest we've come to pick on an iq more equivalent to our own that of americans i see (laughs) well you're out of luck old boy because the days of charming brits coming in and repeating american bigotry and a british accent for money have come and gone now we're reading the bible on tape and attending meetings with donald trump and nick fuentes don't you know (laughs) but don't worry when you get caught in January 6-2 electric boogaloo, they'll send you straight home to jolly old England, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that was. All right, Heath, you're up next. Elvin Anganer would like you to roast people who think they, them pronouns are grammatically incorrect. Oh, cool. Yeah. If somebody says that, they are wrong. (laughs) Just look what it says in the latest edition of every major style guide. You're just objectively wrong. Right. But Even before the use of they, them for people who don't want gender specific pronouns, we had they, them being used as a singular, you ignorant fucks. (laughs) There's a fairly recent author, actually. I mean, okay, kind of obscure, but I think it's worth mentioning. Um, William Shakespeare. And they used they all the time as a singular they. (laughs) Also, that time I was using it as a plural, too, because 
of all the other writers on their team, Shakespeare. So a bunch of <laughs> okay, read right. a fucking book. And then after you read that book, go die so we can move forward as a society <laughs> without you. <laughs> all right, Noah, this next one is for you. Wes would like a roast of his cat, Julia. Oh, yeah. It's always so much to work with when you're roasting people's pets. Um, okay. So, yeah, I know you said the cat lost its ear because of a tumor. I don't believe you. This cat is very clearly a sociopathic wizard or something. Looks like one of Cecil's cats. And I feel like that <laughs> ear went the way of Prometheus's liver or Odin's eye or something. And they gave it up in exchange for knowing how to summon the great destroyer and end humanity's reign altogether. Sweet, innocent kitty, my ass, Wes. This is the sidekick of Gozer the Gozerian or some shit. <laughs> Say yes. All right. Cecil, Derek D. would like you to roast either Hobby Lobby or Chick-fil-A. Oh, Hobby Lobby. Thank fucking goodness there's a store where you can get a faux distressed wood sign that reminds me to live, laugh, and love. <laughs> or pray, gather, and eat. Where would I be without my motivational barn door that tells me to celebrate? <laughs> I'm so fucking dull-witted that I need signage all over my house to do basic everyday shit. What the sweet fuck is there to celebrate anyway? Cecil, no fussing, no mussing, no backpacking. <laughs> What does it say? <laughs> if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be sweet and wipe the seat. Get out of okay. Hobby Lobby, you freaks. All right. <laughs> and of course, Tom, Laura donated 200 bucks for you and I to take back the mean things we said about Wisconsin. Done. Uh, 200 easy bucks. There we go. No, all right. Listen, no, that, that's fair. I actually, I love Wisconsin. I actually never feel more attractive than I do when I'm in Wisconsin. I mean, in the, in the land of cheese and beer, if you can look down and see your own dick without bending over, you're basically Wisconsin's next top model. Wisconsin is a great state for all of us who need an ego boost. So I've actually put together some travel suggestions if you're heading up north for a little validation hunting. First, fly into a real city that matters like Chicago and then recognize you're not going to cut it here and immediately flee north. Rent a car and drive until the air thickens with the grease of fryer cheese. That's how you know you've crossed the border. <laughs> Once there, you could stop off and take in the refined arguments on display by alt-right Nazi cowards at Mythicist Milwaukee. <laughs> and after the cops remove you to protect their melting snowflakes, you can check out a local brewery where you can drink cheap, uninspired piss water and then hop in the car for a little of that Wisconsin state sport of shooting holes and traffic signs. <laughs> <laughs> and when you finished wipe the half dried vomit from the corner of your mouth and smile because baby you're a Wisconsin 10. <laughs> <laughs> Took it easy on him, Tom. I can't do it. I'm just going to donate $200 and punch a poster of Paul Ryan, man. Fuck that. <laughs> okay, Tom, Maya gave us 500 bucks for you to roast her ex-boyfriend, Door? Door? First of all, Maya, take heart. Door is not even a name. That's fucking stupid. That's house parts. That's house parts. That's nothing. So if nothing else, at least know, Maya, that you get to walk through life with a name that doesn't sound the way his stupid neckbeard face looks. And I know that when you've been through something awful and traumatic brought upon by a selfish, manipulative, gaslighting asshole, 
You might be tempted to downplay the gravity of that abuse, and that's understandable. Self-protective even, you do what you need for you. But Dorr, Dorr's best days are long behind him while yours are still ahead of you. And if there is any justice at all, Dorr will live a long life, each day spreading out before him an endless vista of inevitable decline. The hours stretching and pulling to take up every inch of space before collapsing against one another to painstakingly slowly backfill the years of emptiness and sorrow that define his every waking moment. And while this happens, Maya, you will be oblivious because even as he rots in the stale and undying hell of being himself, you will eventually forget him completely, <laughs> leaving even the memory of him to languish alone. Oh, Tom, are you okay? You're in Wisconsin. <laughs> What's going on? All right, Noah, you're up next. I got a deep cut for you. Mutated wisdom with like a roast of Venezuelan diplomat Dozer Zerland. What? Yeah. What yeah. did I even? What did I even just read? <laughs> Let me tell you, Google's never heard of the motherfucker. This was this was fun. So Feels yeah, like specifically it's yeah. backwards or something. Like it's a code. <laughs> <laughs> He's back to his dimension when you say it. Yeah. So we're gonna get an email that I didn't pronounce that right, and I'm not going to read it. So yeah, no. Specifically, uh, he asked for a roast of his understanding of anthropology, evolution, and climate change, which would be like asking for a roast of my understanding of engine repair, Malaysian grammar, and 18th century Parisian fashion. <laughs> my God, man. In the video that, that he sent, the dude describes evolution in a way so laughable and stupid and racist that Ray Comfort would have stepped in to correct him, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, it's not that. Not that. So I, I guess all I can do, uh, I, all that I can offer you, Mutated Wisdom, is that he looks like somebody tried to make jerky out of Speedy Gonzalez's really slow cousin. You remember him? <laughs> Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heath, this next one is for you. Travis donated 50 bucks and RJ donated 1500 bucks for you to roast the Wool Dasher Don't Mizzle. Careful. Well, who's the Wool Dasher <laughs> Mizzle? He's like, he's a high fairy and a, and a shoe. You can't say his name three times. I left for two months and Heath's in a fight with a shoe? I told sort you of. we'd get weird without you to protect us, Kara. <laughs> okay, he's real. He turned my feet into a toaster. One toaster. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. One toaster. And then I went to see him uh, to get my feedback. And he was in a magic battle on a floating platform with, I think, a really aggressive razor salesman or something like that. And then <laughs> the two of them started kissing and making hard eye contact with me. It was really confusing. I think I love them. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? For the All cognitive right, dissonance listeners that don't listen to our show are going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over to Scathing Atheist once in a while, guys. We've gotten real weird over there. <laughs> gotten. <laughs> All right, Carrie, you're up next. And Kelly would like you to roast Cecil and I. Okay. So um, Tom and Cecil are the Waldorf and Statler of Atheist Podcasting, by which I mean, when I mention your names, the vast majority of people have no idea who I'm talking about, and your dynamic would be a lot more charming if you were gay. <laughs> That's fair. Painful. Hurtful. It's eternal. I liked it. Thank you. Welcome. Good. All right, Cecil, one to cheer you up here. Jenna would like you to roast people who read Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> Atlas Shrugged 
is a fantasy novel about a made-up technology by a self-proclaimed world's best inventor, a guy who can't stop smelling his own ass and who never gets tired of hearing his own name, so he makes a free speech libertarian paradise and rejects the dollar for a way less practical currency. I mean, <laughs> why bother reading the novel when you could just follow Elon Musk on Twitter? You're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. All right, Eli, buddy, this one's for you. Stuart donated $5,000 for you to roast Serini, CEO of Salesforce. Stuart, $5,000. For that kind of money, I would have waited outside his house with a high-powered rifle, Stuart. You people need to ask for more. Look at what happened to Eli's audio. It cut out just as he was about to start his roast of someone. What do you know? Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay, look, Srini, I get it. You had all those operations to make your head a perfect square, and you're still not a white guy. <laughs> it's bad luck. That said, compliments, because you're now completely gained the ability to talk like an overpromoted white tech bro. All you're missing is your own cryptocurrency and a can of Axe body spray, and you'll go to jail like everyone else with your <laughs> sense of opinion. That said, if you do ever end up in jail, find the biggest guy on the first day... And have him use your head as a step stool. You'll be protected forever, <laughs> Srini. Irreplaceable. All right, Tom, tech-savvy fellow oh, that you are, Lee would like yep. you to roast JavaScript. I know absolutely nothing about JavaScript. And so and then like I, I looked up why people... <laughs> yeah, I know. As if that's unique. Tom's a real C-sharp guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I looked up why people hate it, and now I somehow know even less. But I... I, I lost information and I just started with the word JavaScript, but I gather that JavaScript sucks because it's easy to make mistakes and it's hard to find them once you've made them. And while I am by no means an expert on coding, that seems like exactly the wrong way to make a coding language. Isn't the whole point of doing shit with the goddamn computer is so that you don't have to do all the fucking work. If I write a script and then I still have to do all the work, who's working for who? This shit, guys, this is how Skynet gets us. It's not going to launch a bunch of missiles at us. It's just going to distract us into pointlessly bug hunting all day while the computers have fucking Python orgies or whatever while we're distracted. <laughs> well, that's the buzzer, which means it's time for a spikening round. Category is family feuds. For this round of roasts, I'd like you to tell me just what part of the family tree these unfavored family members flew off. Damn it, Eli, stop writing alliteration for people. It's me. No one won't do it when I write it for him, so I have to do it <laughs> yeah, every time. Uh, Eli, did you him. write some of this stuff? Did you write it? <laughs> do you want us to announce which parts exactly, or should we each say when we wrote something? I think it's we pretty obvious which did. parts. <laughs> I get to write once a year, Heath. Once a year, I'm allowed to write the intro. That's the year. It's all Noah and his fancy All right, words. all right. No, Here, you're Eli. up first. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Carrie, you're up. Tell us a bit about Olivia's mom's cousin, Dwight. So cousin Dwight, what can I say? Cousin Dwight stole Olivia's mom's eulogy that she wrote of her sister. And then he just like roasted it. So I don't know. What's the most useless part of the tree? Bird shit on the bark? Yes, he's bird shit <laughs> on the bark. <laughs> no. no, I actually take that back because bird shit feeds something. But hey, speaking of bird shit, <laughs> <laughs> Dwight looks like he goes into the salon and asks for the baby's first haircut. <laughs> um, he even insists on sitting in the chair that looks like an airplane. If a comb over could become an overbite, it would be Olivia's mom's cousin Dwight. 
What does bird shit right. feed? I'm just curious about that comment. Oh, this, there's something in the that eats bird shit food Bacteria. web. Yeah, you microorganisms. Yeah, fertilizes the soil. Mom eats bird shit. Good. Yeah, there you go. Yo, mama. <laughs> All right, well done, Cecil. This next one, uh, Dave's brother Matt. That's for you. Matt looks like some grandpa wished Howdy Doody could be a real boy someday. So, like. <laughs> The tree that they carved Howdy Doody from, I guess. I don't know. That's the branch. Also, I guess I'm supposed to make fun of him for being careful when he's preparing his coffee. This guy's married out of high school with a kid and an Air Force vet. Let him forget his joyless existence for 10 seconds while he distracts himself from, with coffee, Dave, you K-cupper. What the fuck, man? God. You K-cupper as a slur makes me very happy. Right? Hey, coffee slur. Great. First coffee slur. Tom, finally, yeah. <laughs> this next one's for you. <laughs> what part of the tree is Julie's dad, Joe, from? Joe fell from whichever part of the tree. That's that one part that becomes so hyper fucking fixated on being brilliant at only one thing that every conceivable ounce of energy and intellect he had left to offer was consumed by this pursuit, leaving him completely incompetent and credulous in a way that the toddlers will gather around the Lincoln logs <laughs> to mock him for. That's how they hired at Enron, actually, what you just described. That's what they were looking for. <laughs> and Heath, what part of the family tree did Matt's father-in-law, Ken, fall from? Okay, so I'm going to give you a little context. Here's the email we got about father-in-law Ken. He complained for the past three months about how worried he is that Republicans would take over Congress. And after all the obsessing and complaining, he did not vote in the midterms. Oh, no. What? That's what that guy did. So, Ken, I uh, hate to break it to you, but you're from the Republican part of the tree. Ooh. Started in the good part of the tree and it curled <laughs> all the way around next to the neo-Nazi branch. It's right <laughs> there next to you. Look to your left and look to your right right now. You see that neo-Nazi right there? Yeah, you're adjacent to neo-Nazis. You helped them. Also, right next to you is all the people in Germany who didn't vote in 1934 because, you know, the major parties are all the same. I can't pick <laughs> neoliberals. I'm using that correctly. That's useful right now. I'm not <laughs> fucking up everything ever in the world. Yes, you're next to that person. Also, Ken doesn't get along with dogs. You're fucking Hitler. What? You're literally <laughs> Adolf Hitler. Two votes. Okay. You're also wearing Hitler socks and sandals dogs. in the picture I saw. <laughs> Okay. All right, Eli, you are up with Olivia's dad, Abe and Darren. Okay. See, I was, when I saw this roast, I was really hoping for like an adorable pair of gay men getting a loving roast from their daughter, but no, no, I get Olivia's mom's first two strikes. So <laughs> side note, Olivia's mom, I know you're a listener, so take it from the heart and soul of the podcasts. Let's go with women from now on, huh? Both your ex-husbands assure me it's a choice. And if the other choice was them, I recommend it, huh? Let's try the other side for a bit. But they're supposed to be part of a tree. So Abe is obviously the dick-shaped root that teenagers take a picture with, but nobody actually fucks it. And Darren is like a dead tree, right? But so dead that the city cuts it down, right? It's so dangerous and ancient that like even the slow-moving, sluggish, ineffective City council is in agreement <laughs> that it's for the public good that he's gone. That's Darren. <laughs> wow. All right. And lastly, Noah, why don't you take someone who was very nearly family, Lance's ex fiance, Emily? 
Yeah. Okay. So if I had to guess, Emily fell off the like, a, like a canker that was left after some bacterial pathogen settled into a wound <laughs> on the tree. <laughs> because Emily's nice. a fucking parasite. I don't know for sure, but regardless of what part of the tree she fell off of, she landed on some other dude's dick. Right. So I can see how the X got there. So good on you, Lance. Looks like you dodged a bullet. Slow moving, though it may have been. Well done, all. Next up, we've got a round of special requests. These come from our high rollers, so pull out all the stops. Heath, you're first. Nick H. donated 850 bucks for you to roast Reverend Troy Schmidt. Okay, this is excellent. Reverend Schmidt was a chaplain until he got fired. <laughs> Imagine being so fucking inept that you got fired from your job as magical liaison. That's the job. And you got fired. What would that even mean? Like, he had a meeting with the Bobs, the consultants, and they were like, okay, so you listen to real people and then, then you bring their wishing down to the nothing. Because that is a job that we have, but you're doing it really badly. And we have to fire you. So he got fired, and now he runs a Christian hate Oof. group. Because of fucking course he does. And Nick, oh, who requested the roast, he would love to hear a good fuck your face for the reverend. So I'll start Ooh. by saying fuck your face. But I was thinking maybe we can harmonize it. So, um, C Cecil, uh, Eli, and Carrie, you think you could do like a dominant oh, yeah, seventh sure, yeah. chord? Jesus. All right, I'll start us off. Fuck your face. Fuck your face. Fuck your face. Wow. That was beautiful. Horrible. Fuck, fuck your face. face. <laughs> that was not even close to it. That was, that was no, a, that was a recessive seventh right perfect. there. I'll auto-tune it. That was we'll a fine. I'll have Ian auto-tune seven. it. I'll have Ian auto-tune it. Re, It'll be perfect. I didn't have much to work with It was a regressive. Yeah. yeah. You, I hope you all. That you better auto-tune that. Tony award-winning work in here. Ian's not going to do it. Beyonce He's too lazy. It. He's not going to do it. Ian won't do it. Are you kidding me? Damn it, Ian. I shouldn't say shit. I just had to start with any root note, and I had no reaction to me. All right, Eli, Melanie C., Leslie, and Diana would like you to roast the one and only, this is mean, Max Bosnick. Max. 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 I haven't slept past 7 a.m. in two and a half years, Max. <laughs> Max. The prisoners at Abu Ghraib at least got to listen to music, buddy. And you're, you're so fucking expensive. You're so expensive. Preschool, speech therapy, occupational therapy. People visit hookers on a weekly basis and spend less money, which is ironic since you're the biggest cock block since Heath's personality. <laughs> but, wow. I want Can you, you to focus know. on physical appearances, maybe? I don't know. I'm for being, you know, like overweight instead. That'd be great. <laughs> but, Max, you are... You are worth it. You are worth every second. You are worth every dollar, every pulled gray beard hair, because you are the light of the world. And I can't imagine a second of not wanting to be your dad. But if you make me listen to five baby chicks one more time, <laughs> I'm going to kill you and your mother with a fire axe. I'm just letting you know. That's just, that's not, they're not in conflict, those two statements. <laughs> okay. Moving on from that quickly, Kara, Curtis would like a roast of Mormon something or other, Dallin H. Oaks. So Dallin H. Oaks looks like if the Keebler elves made hate crimes. <laughs> <laughs> he, looks, 
Like he regularly gets called into the HR office of Gringotts Wizarding Bank for being a little much. (laughs) And um, most importantly, Dallin has never gotten an erection that didn't press up against that magic underwear. And so when he dies, the women in his life should baptize all the orgasms he killed like they found them on genealogy.com. <laughs> yeah. All right, Noah, this next one is for you. Trip gave us $1,000 for you to roast Vladimir Putin. Oh, okay, so great I, pick. Love it. Right. It, it, well, so it is a tough one for me, but only because I already dedicated an entire citation needed essay to making fun of Vladimir Putin the fucking failed shrinky dink of a man that he is. One would always come out all twisted or whatever. So, but anyway, so I, I don't want to cannibalize the material from there, except I have to point out that he spends a lot of time in his autobiography talking about how bullied he didn't get in school. <laughs> <laughs> all of his authorized biographies. And there are several make a big deal out of how everybody knew better than to bully little tiny Vladimir. Putin. Anyway, um, I do not have a tattoo of Eli on my back. That's a specific thing that's not uh, true about me. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I love it. It's been my favorite news story. My second favorite news story after the truth social stuff has this year has been Putin invading Ukraine, thinking he was going to be taking candy from a baby and then spending the whole year with his like, like he's pinned to the floor with his arm behind his back. A baby's pissing on the back of his head, trying to convince <laughs> us. No, this is my plan all along. He's washing out a lot of stuff from my hair. Bleaches it. This way. Yeah. Dude, Vladdy, you would be Lewis Carroll's queen of hearts if you were more physically imposing, but you're just not quite there. <laughs> All right, Cecil. That's right, Cecil. I don't believe you. Alex gave us $1,050 for you to roast his Tinder profile. Alex, your Tinder profile looks like an advertisement for black market livestock dealer. Like, or like, like a farmer's market hipster who wants me to try a free sample of unpasteurized llama milk. You know, you know what's not going to get you laid, Alex? Innuendo math puns in your Tinder profile. Once you get in those DMs, you're going to call her acute. Something about pie and never ending. Real clever. Super clever, dude. Might as well cut out the hassle and make a female effigy entirely out of desiccant packets. You're not going to eat either <laughs> one. <laughs> and ditch all the pictures, except for the one of you hugging the goat. Handlebar mustaches are for long-term relationships when her will is broken from years of regret. Okay? Yep. <laughs> That's what it says on the side of most mustache wax. Yeah. If you don't yeah. read it. Years right? of regret. And Tom... <laughs> Kevin yeah. would like you to roast his wife's dad, Lauren, which let me save you 20 minutes of confusing searching of our spreadsheet and inbox is a dude's name sometimes. <laughs> Thank you, Cecil. Lauren is one of those guys whose entire self is so wrapped up in nesting dolls of bullshit and hypocrisy that it is impossible to peel that onion. He's actually like an everlasting gobstopper made of endless layers of shit and trying to sell you that he's really very sweet if you could just get past the smell. And the taste. Lauren's whole life, his whole self, is based on this idea of himself that only he holds a perfect, respectable self that is only visible in the liar's mirror of his own mind. But there is nothing more transparent than guys like this, nothing more painfully visible in his limitless banality. He's the personification of so what? He's a shrug, not writ large, but small. He is a yawn you get bored of halfway through the making. Jesus. 
Warren is a blank billboard alongside a road no one travels by. For years, he has been on the verge of fake cancer death because he knows that the only attention he can ever be worthy of is pity, and he's not even worth that. And one day when he finally actually dies, his final moments will be of only confusion when he looks around at the absence that surrounds him and the emptiness that silently greets the merging of his nothing with the void he slips into. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Okay, Sorry. before we close out the night, it's time, for us to, <laughs> it's time for us to reward some of our high dollar donors. These getting folks bored halfway through a yawn. <laughs> getting bored by yep. There are some good ones. We gotta make these into shirts for high donors or something. Just wasted here in the ether. These folks chucked in so much cash they deserve a full court press. Let's start with a rose from Ian and Sarah of Cecil and I. This is thanks to the folks who donated on our live stream and tapped out our match at five thousand dollars. So thanks to specifically Ken and Heather D and Lou Z who specifically made the Ian request. Take it away, Ian and Sarah. Rose, Tom, and Cecil, my bosses. Well, if there's one thing I've learned about being paid to be online, it's that white men have notoriously the thickest skin. So here we go. The thing about Tom and Cecil is that they're two white dudes with a podcast. Boom. Roasted. Done. Oh, it needs to be more, but not too much, and don't be too nice. Sure. Why not? Here we go again. Maybe while I'm working on this, one of them can go drop a meme about Peterson or vaccines and not tell me so I can spend the rest of my day and night arguing with incels like I've got nothing better to do. What makes this so hard is I like Tom and Cecil. I barely have to do anything and they never even notice or they assume it's Ian that's dropped the ball. When am I ever going to find bosses who care so little about what I'm doing? As a longtime listener, one thing I can say about Tom and Cecil is I really appreciate their opinions on women's issues and racial justice. It's refreshing to see a podcast about two white dudes talking about stuff like race and gender without getting drowned out by ugh, diverse voices. You don't see that often or ever. As an employee, I love that they let me share my ideas on our calls. Sometimes I feel like they're even actually listening to me. It feels great to be only semi-included every so often on live streams, too. It reminds me of my dad, but double, so that's fun. I'd much rather have indifference than acknowledgement, though, because I've worked in corporate America, and there's nothing worse than a white guy for a boss discovering you're actually capable and can be trusted with more responsibility. No, thank you. Let me stick to the memes and sorting emails into folders and spreadsheets you never actually look at. Like the show, there's no need to change the formula ever. It's working. Glory hole. And now, a roast of Tom and Cecil presented by Ian. So, Ian, what do you think of Tom and Cecil? Uh, who? And this has been a roast of Tom and Cecil. Okay, for real, Ian, you know, they're the hosts of the show. There's a show? Yes, why do you think we make the ads? Fun? No, it's for Tom's leg lengthening surgery and the medication for Cecil's werewolf syndrome. Wait, are there actual people behind the email I send for money each month? Yes, that could be easily outsourced. That's someone's job to wait for an email with numbers and then pay it? What the fuck? I swear you know the podcast. It's the one where they laugh at their own jokes. Oh... 
Knowledge fight? No, 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 they're doing better than us. Uh, b- b- puzzle in a, uh, in a thunderstorm? No, 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 don't. Confirmation bias? Cognitive dissonance. Sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, you know, uh, since we're such uh, great employees, unlike some other people, I can only say that they're great. Uh, but more than great. Like a, like a present tense great. Like a great ting. Uh, like their boomer humor is great ting. Their content is great ting. Their incessant need to ask why is my computer not loading or how come internet not work the same different day or why come advertisement in newspaper not get listeners is all great ting and it would be a great ting if you donated on the next live stream for me you know i'd like to buy my baby a christmas present for godless sake oh and sarah will be there too i guess you can donate if you want but uh yeah so it's this podcast is great ting is that it? Uh, sure. Thank you for listening. And can we get back to making what actually matters? The ads? And if you want to actually matter, go to no, adamandeve.com. Not, not right now? Okay, okay. bye All right, this next one is something I know we can all agree on. Beth donated $5,000 for us to roast people who walk through crowded public places with their heads down. <laughs> okay. In my defense, in my defense. You have no defense. I will push you down and up escalator. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was so fun when Kara did that last time. It was the best. Looked like a vegan slinky made of like soy fondue. Just going. I was there for for a while. I navigate through a large crowd of strangers using a simple solution to protect yourself and others. It's like you're unvaccinated, but with vision. Yeah. Wait, no, you want to see me shift over like I'm trying to draw a fucking charge? Because this is how you see me shift over like I'm trying to draw a fucking charge. Jesus, you're already bending in the right direction. Why not finish the job and just shove your head up your ass and walk through? I have no fucking sympathy for this shit at all. Look, chuckle fuck, you're in a crowd. The crowd didn't come to you. You can't be bothered to look up. Look, more than anything else, I hope someday you take this stupid fucking attitude and you wander your dumb, oblivious ass right into the running of the bulls. But I know, <laughs> I know that even as the horns penetrate your dumb, pointless flesh, it still will not penetrate your thick fucking head. <laughs> and next up, I love this one. Dave donated $4,000 for us to roast the automatic TVs at gas pumps. Oh, thank you. Okay, look, I understand that I am a weekly meth habit away from hosting on one of these things. (laughs) You know, since I moved to Florida, I am considering it strongly, but also like, who are these products for? Really, who are they for? Anyone who is going to buy a gallon bucket of coffee already knows you sell them because they, like me, have not yet given in to their money. <laughs> right. Look, who the fuck was thinking, you know what goes great with gas fumes and piss stained concrete? Three minutes of banal entertainment news and a weather cor- forecast for a town that I'm leaving as soon as I'm done pumping this fucking gas. <laughs> Right? There are there are seven Americans who are both old enough to pump gas and not carrying a more impressive entertainment system with them everywhere they go all the fucking time. Shut the fuck up with your stupid little TV and stop interrupting whatever more interesting thing I was already listening to on my goddamn phone. Right? Right? I'd rather use a Galaxy Note 7 at the pump than watch that TV. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
Thank you, Gas Station TV. Thank you for not leaving me even one fucking moment with my thoughts. Thank you for taking even the four minutes when I might have a minute to myself this week and blaring your ads at my face with no way to turn them off so I never even get that one moment of reprieve. When I write my manifesto, I will be sure to note you in the goddamn credits, Gas Station TV. <laughs> okay. I kind of like Maria Menounos. <laughs> I just like her. I usually stay for a while longer after I finish pumping. And last and sexually least, we got quite a few roasts okay. for Tom. Uh, Venture Free mm -hmm. donated $1,290.17 for us to roast Tom for not roasting Mr. Rogers last year. And Brad and Lori, our second highest donors of the fundraiser, Ooh. tossed in a whopping $12,000 for everyone to have a go at Tom. What is, why is this happening? Whatever you want, it, <laughs> but in the style of Tom's roasts. Oh, all right. Tom here with another PSA from uh, next <laughs> to my rainy like window pane in the middle of an empty room <laughs> that I have <laughs> listening to the silent symphony of cellular decay <laughs> played by an armless man with a violin made of abject regret <laughs> and the unrequited love of your disappointed father. Now I shall name some things that are true slowly with many, many... <laughs> <laughs> Many commas. We, we, as a human society, as a meaningless collection of meat molecules, have become utterly bereft of any semblance or pretense or facade <laughs> or veneer or even sousson of morality. And it's because of the internet. There was no evil before the internet. That never existed. Now it does. And that's why we need to ban all electricity forever. And also donuts. We will ban donuts. And that's because donuts are the root cause of all child sex trafficking. Never known fact. Yes. Also important, the best food in the world is a Danish covered in cheese paste that's both too dry and too wet at the same time. Those were some important things for you, the more you know. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So I thought I was going to have a really hard time roasting Tom because, you know, then I'd have to like remember which one he is. Um, but okay. then Eli, wow, that didn't get the laugh I expected. Um, but then, <laughs> sorry, Tom. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just my heart. It's just my heart. You're on my show. That's all right. Please proceed. But then Eli told me a deep, dark secret, which was all the ammunition that I need. Okay. So Tom is afraid of better help. Yeah, that's right. Like a dog with a vacuum. Tom is sure <laughs> that better help is going to suck up all of his vital fluids based on an article that he read in Jezebel. Jezebel, Tom, you thought the hard hitting journalism about data theft was in between this fall's hot new lip colors and 10 tips to drive him wild in the sack. 
That's kind of <laughs> shitty, Eli. To be clear, Eli wrote this. I did not write this. I know. <laughs> this is a library for living feminist shit on Jezebel. Jezebel's yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. But Eli clearly yep. is struggling with his feminism right now. So let's make sure that we include that in next okay, year's yeah, roast. Okay? Jezebel's legit. He's confused I'll go to Jezebel with Cosmo. Right now, and just start reading article titles. <laughs> you got to dig a little. You got to dig. Um, okay. It's like the times. It's like the times. You got to go below the fold. It's okay. I got. I got you. I got you. Just say you don't want to turn out like Eli, Tom. I don't want to turn out like Eli. Yes, thank you. That's why everyone else in the podcast isn't in therapy. It's a fine non-therapeutic tradition. It's motivating. All right, Tom impression. Here we go. Here's the thing about Tom, Lori and Brad. Men like Tom aren't. They go through life. Flippy flappy. Scoop, scoop. But that's because there's nothing there. <laughs> Just a desolate wasteland, a baby in the center of the Sahara Desert, a lonely penguin <laughs> in an iron cage, a mote of dust <laughs> in a spaceship's air filter. That's what Tom is. And when he dies, the ones who love him will leave him on the living room sofa, putrefying and puffing, sinking into the upholstery. <laughs> not even the change between couch cushions will accept him. All is lost. We can never return to childhood. Our one and only home. <laughs> These are all pretty good, but they're all a pale comparison to what Tom can do, so I didn't even try. Here we go. Tom's arms are so short, he gets his vest sleeves taken in. And his vest looks like someone couldn't figure out how to put on chaps. Tom, Tom couldn't roast Mr. Rogers because he knew it was a reach. Oh, reach. <laughs> reach. See, that's what I went after. See, so much is made of Tom's roast style, but let's be honest. What Tom does is say all his darkest personal fears out loud and pretend he was talking about somebody else, right? But I, <laughs> too, can't get over the failure that he had to roast Mr. Fucking Rogers. Like, people donated to charity to hear this shit. And we're talking about a Presbyterian minister who looks like Alfred E. Newman's grandpa and spent all his time trying to befriend other people's kids. <laughs> I mean, I get why everybody else feels the need to be nice to the dude and act like he wasn't a religious nut and a registered Republican. But you, Tom... If ever there was somebody I thought I could count on to finally point out that Fred Rogers probably at least wanted oh, to fuck it, it was you, and you failed me, and it hurt. Okay, won't you be my neighbor is exactly what people say when they walk around for Megan's Law. Like, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. it, it started as him just introducing himself, and then he, like, turned it into a... True. He said it so many times. You guys, the script just says outro now. You're ending on this? Yeah. <laughs> We've ended on worse, Kara. We've ended on worse. Oh my God. Did you not feel like that was a high point? I felt I like, felt that, like that, was that was a, a good high point. button. Yeah. I, yeah. Thought, I, brought it, I thought I really you brought it home there, let's, Kara. Let's Thanks do, let's for do the that. Let's do that thing here. where like, fuck kids, fuck kids, <laughs> fuck kids. Why don't we just do that? Should <laughs> we all die? Sometimes that way. Power through, Tom. Power through. Well, yeah, we're done with that now. Thank God. I don't <laughs> you guys, thank you so much, Kara. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Eli, I guess you were also here. Heath, Noah, thank you guys as well. Uh, we'll do more vulgarity for charity, and hopefully you guys will not roast me more. Why are people paying for this? That's, that's a lot. We're moving on. We're moving Thousands on. Thousands of dollars, yeah. Yeah. 
So we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our, all our patrons. We'd like to thank our newest patrons, New and Danit. Thank you so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys are the reason that Glory Hole Studios exists. We got a message from uh, Jamie and Jamie says, I was looking at the story about the child rapist cult leader, Samuel Bateman. This was from last episode. And I came across the article. I didn't hear you mention his full name, but according to, the, to this, the whole full name is Samuel. It's either Rappy Lee or Rapy Lee. <laughs> I, I don't know the pronunciation on that, but it really is not great. Wow. You know, Back in the day, Cecil, you know, like surnames came from the thing that you did. You know what I mean? So you were a smith because you were a blacksmith. And maybe you're rapey Lee because you're rapey. You know? I don't know, man. I don't know. Come from a long line of something. We got a message from Travis and he sent us a uh, video and it's a trailer of a movie about God that lives in a glory hole. So if the puzzle guys ever do this, they have to have us on to, to do that. That'll be fun. We got a message from Seth and Seth sent an image and uh, the image is uh, uh, a woman and it says, and I'm just going to read it. We're not going to post on this week's show notes because I don't know if the image does anything. <laughs> it says, me listening to religious people describe heaven as a moneyless, state, stateless, classless world then criticize communism. <laughs> no shit, man. That's good. No shit. And then we also got a, a, another, another image. This is from oh, this Casey. Is so good. And Casey sent in, and this is analysis on how Raphael Warnock defeated Herschel Walker. And here's a quote from this Atlanta <laughs> Journal-Constitution. Herschel was like a plane crash into a train wreck that rolled into a dumpster fire and an orphanage, then an animal shelter. You kind of had to watch it, squinting through one eye between your fingers. And quote. <laughs> and it was close. It's so true. It's so true. We got a, a review on our on our uh, on our page, and it's from Lone Wolf. So thank you for the review, Lone Wolf. Thank we you, do Lone see Wolf. every review that comes in. All. We see everyone. We got a message from Marie, and Marie says, "Remember the last time the world felt normal it was the morning of November second, twenty sixteen. It what happened that evening was so unlikely it shattered the space time continuum. The <laughs> Chicago Cubs won the World Series. I forgot about that. It was yeah. the same year. I didn't realize I, that. we were recording you know that night." I guess it's true. Do you I remember guess it's that? true. Yeah, I do. We it was were crazy. In studio. Yeah, it was we crazy. Were in studio. That the night. city yeah. erupted. Went crazy. They were ringing the bells down the street for like ten minutes. Yeah, I, yeah, I drove home. While we were like, yeah. "Oh, we're done recording. I'm going to leave before the yeah, before, before people pile into yeah. the streets." Yeah, yeah. Um, got a message from Adrian, and Adrian said, "Marriage in France. Um, the only way to get married is by the mayor or a member of the city council authorized by the mayor of your town or residency." And then That's the rest so of it, all the rest of the stuff is like by a church. But in order to get like actually like legally married, it has to be through like this guy, like a guy in the town. That's cool. What happens in Paris? It must they must have like a bunch of different people. They that probably just have there. a whole bunch of people's job. It is just to do that. Yeah, then. Just yeah. to do that work. Yeah. All right. So uh, we want to thank the puzzle and the thunderstorm guys. Uh, Noah, Heath, and Eli for coming on doing Vulgarity for Charity, for inviting us into Vulgarity for Charity, into the fold. We raised over a million dollars with them. We want to thank them for inviting us to do Vulgarity for Charity. This idea was theirs. We introduced them to Modest Needs. It's been a great working together relationship that has really solidified into some great charity work. Yeah, so we want to thank them for inviting us in. And of course, we want to thank Kara Santamaria. You can check her out on Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. She also guests on GAM and has many other things. We're going to put it in the show notes this week. We want to thank her for joining us as well. 
Next week, Tom, tip jar tip for jar. our employees. Yep. Christmas tip jar. I don't know. The more that goes in, maybe the less Ian wears. Who knows? But Ian and Sarah will be on <laughs> oh, we live stream. Tip jar with Ian. Live stream next week. <laughs> uh, Thursday night, show up, hang out. Uh, if you want a super chat, we are going to take all the super chat money and we're going to give it to them that night. We're going to also cover the Google expense because Google's going to tap us for that super chat money, but we're going to cover that expense. So you can make us hurt. The more money you give, the more we have to pay to. So we're happy to, to cover that expense for them. They're great employees. And you know, once a year or so, we like to have people, we know people employees. appreciate them. Great. Yeah, they're all right, but they're but it's nice. Adequate. People seem to like them. I guess they are is what employees. I'm saying. I guess. They're employees. They do pass that, and we we do 1099s for both of them. So that makes <laughs> it's important distinction. But yeah, so if you want to show up and you want to hang out and you want to chat with them, they're going to be reading super chats. They're going to be hanging out. We're just going to be chilling. It's the stream before Christmas. Come hang out with us. We're going to make a eggnog substitute and drink it in in uh, in studio. You're going to want to hang out with us. It's going to be Thursday night, 9 p.m. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.